The South African brand hits a new month high and the Kenyan shilling hits a new low. From over 924 cities, 122 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at the K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. With the release of some IMF funding to the Ghanaian coffers, many had believed that economic relief had finally arrived. Ondir Oganga, West African analyst with the K Financial, returns for this episode with a check on that economic relief optimism. Economists now warn that relief is not coming as soon as the government had said. These sentiments come against the backdrop of IMF approving a $3 billion bailout package for Ghana. The first tranche of $600 million was released by the International Monetary Fund on the 19th of May to the government of Ghana. Speaking at a joint press briefing with the IMF, the Minister of Finance, Ken Oforieta, said the government will inject the funding to run its day-to-day functions to ease service delivery to the public. The minister further went to urge Ghanaians to sigh as Calvary had arrived. However, this sentiment is not shared across the board. According to economists such as Joe Jackson, the market is yet to react positively to the IMF bailout. You've got to look at two things. Number one is that the rates are still going to be high. Uh, the rates even from the central bank are high. So if you're going to be borrowing, the rates are not going to come down as quickly as you think. That's number one. Number two is that, is there the capacity to borrow? Because we'll be looking very carefully at the companies you lend to, making sure that they can repay. Because remember that your balance sheets are already sick. So you've got to be very careful about lending. So you're going, to, you're going to see care, a lot of care about lending, not going out for so much risk, and high rates. That does not exactly bode well for uh, businesses because your banks are scrutinizing you carefully and the rates are still very high. So really, in the in the next in the near future, and I'm talking the next six to twelve months, borrowing is not going to be easy. Despite caution from experts, the government maintains that though ragged, the country is on a path to recovery. According to the finance ministry, the country was at its economic peak in 2019 until COVID-19. COVID-19 was an exceptional um, pandemic that affected economies all over the world. So uh, Ghana is not the only country that got affected. If you check in 2019, the economy was at its peak. And and we had borrowed a lot of funds and the investment, the returns of those investments was better going to show in 2020. But unfortunately, COVID struck and the economy retracted. In fact, uh, it grew by only 0.5%. So what it means is that all the investment you have done and expecting its impact mm. in the 2020 uh, in terms of the growth or the economic performance of the country, you lost all that opportunity. While borrowing was the only option to turn the economy around for Ghana after a tumultuous year, seasoned civil servants are calling for self-sustainability in the long run. 
where we have to learn to grow our economies without a stop go gap. And it means making haste slowly, as the Romans used to say. If we grew slowly, 5%, 3% every year, we'd be doing by far better than trying to grow 7%, 11%, and then we go to 3 4%, and then we return to the IMF and the World Bank for salvation. For our voice to be heard at the international table for peace and security, we need to become dependent on ourselves. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is powered by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The South African rand was trading around 18.6 per dollar, its highest since May 18th, boosted by encouraging domestic economic data amid easing concerns of a load shading. The latest GDP figures showed that South Africa's economy had narrowly avoided a recession in the first quarter, and central bank data indicated the current account deficit narrowed more than expected in the same period. Meanwhile, June has surprised with load shading being suspended for more than half the day and kept the lower stages at night against expectations it would get worse. The high availability of electricity has been attributed to improved maintenance at ESCOM's power plants and increased diesel supply at the open-cycle gas turbines that are used for emergency supply during periods of high demand, as well as higher tariffs that have cut demand. The Kenya shilling hit a new record low during the week ending June 8th, crossing the 139 mark to the US dollar, setting ground for a further jump in the cost of leaving expected to hit households. The Central Bank of Kenya Weekly Bulletin shows the shilling exchanged at 139.1 per US dollar on June 8th compared to 138.49 per US dollar on May 31st. The local currency, which has been on a back foot since mid-2018 when it stood at 101 is expected to further drop. It was averaging 124.4 to the dollar in January. The latest developments now pile pressure on manufacturers and importers with unexpected rise in commodity prices as the country remains a net importer. Banks have been asking for more than 142 shillings per dollar, way above the central bank of Kenya's average, meaning traders will have to cough more to get enough to pay for inputs. On a quick trip around Africa, the annual inflation rate in Senegal eased farther to hit a one-month low of 8.3% in May 2023, down from 9% in the prior month, mainly due to a slowdown in prices of food and non-alcoholic beverages. Softer prices were also observed for other CPI items such as restaurants and hotels, communication, housing and utilities, clothing and footwear, among others. On a monthly basis, consumer prices were up 0.1% in May after increasing by 0.5% in the prior month. Fitch ratings downgraded Tunisia to triple C minus from a triple C plus over concerns that it will be unable to meet its external obligations. This comes as a delegation from senior European politicians pledged more than a billion euros to Tunisia, though the pledge is contingent on sealing a deal with the IMF on restricting migrant flows. With less than a year remaining in office, the governor of the Central Bank of Nigeria, Godwin Emefiele, has been suspended from his post and arrested over the weekend. Mr. Emefiele is being held in custody pending an investigation by the Department of State Security into alleged corruption during his time in office. He has been replaced by acting governor Fola Shodun. 
Shonubi, who has served as the CBN's Deputy Governor in Operations Directorate since October 2018. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website, that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at with a dog. Oh, 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 oh,